As the 2023 holiday season approaches, retailers and consumers are bracing for a market shaped by inflation concerns, changing shopping behaviors, and emerging technologies. So what's in store for the 2023 shopping season? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Hello and welcome. Coming up, a federal appears court issues a landmark ruling over a voting rights law. Plus, social media company X is suing the media watchdog group Media Matters. And McDonald's says it has struck a deal to ramp up its stake in its China business. But first... Forecast by the National Retail Federation for this holiday season is that spending will reach record levels. But despite inflation slowing down, many American households continue to struggle ahead of the holiday season. For more, we're joined by Dominic Reuter, a senior reporter with Insider's Retail Desk. Dominic, thanks so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. So October retail sales, excluding autos and gas, fell nearly 1%. Is this a sign that consumers are reining in spending or just waiting for holiday sales to begin? I think it's a bit of both. So they are uh, becoming a little bit more cautious about what they spend. They are looking a little bit more for deals and targeted uh, discounts and, and promotional sort of uh, advantages that they can take, but um, but by and large, they still do spend when the opportunity presents itself. Um, there was what Walmart referred to as sort of an October hiccup in terms of sales that was a little bit slow that got them a little bit concerned. But by and large, they say that November is already off to a good start, and other and other retailers are are seeing similar trends of a of a maybe a more cautious consumer, but someone who will still buy at the end of the day. There are many predictions about strong consumer spending this holiday season. What are retailers expecting? So they're expecting to have to compete more. Uh, the, uh, the, the picture from sort of Adobe uh, Analytics and some, and some other, out, other forecasters are seeing that, that it's going to be a, a bit more of a battle to get people to, to come out and, and spend. But again, if you win, if they win this, the customers, they'll get the spending. Um, so it's, it's this very uh, two-sided coin for retailers um, where, where if they present the deals that are attractive and the sales that are good and something that in a value that matters to, to their shoppers, they will be rewarded with, with, uh, with spending dollars. Now, Walmart has announced that prices for some groceries could start to tick down in the next couple of months. How much will this help shoppers? It should provide some good relief, uh, at least in the grocery aisle for for shoppers. So Walmart's CEO pointed out that perhaps they're going to see some what they call deflation of prices in the in the groceries uh, departments. And that has a lot to do with uh, sort of the inverse of, of what we've seen of inflation. So in prices remain at very high level compared to say two years ago, three years ago. Um, but when those start to come back down slightly, that is expected to help give some relief during the next couple of months. Um, long term, 
the odds are that it will sort of tick back up and continue to march up again because that's sort of what happens with prices <laughs> um, and the policymakers would actually like that. But for now, for the short term, there should be a bit of relief, uh, you know, in, in the grocery aisle um, at Walmart and presumably at other retailers too. Now, we know that so much is going on, not only in the world, but of course, across the United States, borrowing costs are at a 22-year high, coupled with student loan payments that have resumed. Plus, many people are still feeling the sting of inflation. It appears that falling food prices could potentially free up shoppers' wallets to buy other merchandise. That's certainly what Walmart is hoping. And as a general merchandise retailer, as well as a very large grocery re, uh, retailer, Walmart would benefit considerably from this. The uh, pure play grocers, perhaps like Kroger's or Albertsons, they may not be so excited about a falling food price because uh, the falling prices are a very difficult thing for, for companies to manage. But for companies like Walmart, Target, Costco that sell a variety of things under the same roof along with groceries, that could help free up some wallet that, that then is spent on other products and, and services throughout the store. Now we're seeing also some of the big retailers change their projections for the end of the year. Um, what factors do you think are potentially playing into this? So the expectations for the end of the year are, are interesting because a lot of people, a lot of the retailers, at least in the past week during earnings calls, have been sort of bringing their revisions and their estimates in. The worst didn't happen. The best is probably not going to happen, but it's really coming into the middle of their projections. So that kind of means uh, it's not really that exciting for from the from a business point of view, but I think it's a relief for people that have been, you know, afraid of, say, uh, inflation, uh, inflation continuing to ratchet up for the fears of recession that didn't really come to pass. I think there's been a lot of things that have been quite uh, unpleasant in the worst case scenarios that were baked into these models and that they are not coming to pass is, is I think a welcome, a welcome thing coming into the holidays. And even then that you may on top of that, get a little bit, maybe not a lot of, uh, uh financial relief on, on your grocery bill. I think that, that those are some welcome bits of information, at least for the short term. Um, going into the new year, everybody, again, on the earnings calls is saying, we're going to deal with January when January comes because there's a lot of, of ground to cover between now and uh, the end of the year. It's really interesting because, of course, Black Friday, the unofficial kickoff to the holiday uh, shopping season, and then Cyber Monday happened. And now it just seems like in the past couple of years, we're seeing these pre-Black Friday sales happening. So it will be interesting to kind of gauge and see where shoppers are and, and how early or late they will be shopping this holiday season. Indeed, yeah. The, the Black Friday has now become sort of Black November in a way. Like it, it really has been a ongoing and long extended kind of seasonal thing for the holidays uh, for the holiday shopping session. Some of the best deals, I am told, will, will still happen on Black Friday, but they are drawn out longer and slower. Um, this is sort of an artifact of you know the pandemic shopping experience, and and I think that that's not really going to go back all the way uh, to, to what it was before 2020. Um, it, it's just simply, you know, 
to 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 put all of that activity and shopping and promotional you know effort back into a single day is something that it, uh, doesn't seem like shoppers would really be excited for. And again, um, more this year than any than other years, the, the companies and the retailers have found that they do need to put out a good deal, a promising deal, an exciting and attractive deal for shoppers to come out and try to buy something. Um, because uh, in prior years where the sort of spending was kind of will buy whatever, there was a lot of demand, more demand than there was products to buy. There is now a bit more... Uh, um, selectivity that, that customers are, and shoppers are going to do. And that is going to translate into deals. Dominic Reuter with Insider. Thanks so much for joining us. Glad to help. Thanks. A federal appeals court issues a landmark ruling over a voting rights law. The ruling, which will likely be appealed, could set up the next voting rights battle for the U.S. Supreme Court. A federal appeals court dealt a potentially serious blow to voting rights groups trying to push back against what they see as discriminatory voting rules and unfair representation. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that under the Voting Rights Act, a landmark civil rights law barring racial discrimination in voting, only the U.S. government can sue to challenge ballot access, voting rules, and redistricting. But the vast majority of Voting Rights Act cases are filed by private parties, which the Supreme Court has recognized in prior rulings. For example, earlier this year, the justices struck down a proposed Alabama district map after a lawsuit brought by a coalition of civil rights groups. Monday's decision upheld a 2022 ruling from an Arkansas federal judge appointed by Republican former President Donald Trump that only the U.S. Attorney General is empowered to file lawsuits. The ruling, which will likely be appealed, could set up the next voting rights battle at the U.S. Supreme Court. Social media company X is suing the media watchdog group Media Matters. The suit alleges the organization defamed the platform after it published a report that said ads for major brands had appeared next to posts touting Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party. Social network X is suing watchdog group Media Matters over claims that ads for major brands appeared next to content touting Adolf Hitler and the Nazi party. Elon Musk's firm says the report defamed it and was based on manipulation. In a Texas lawsuit, X says Media Matters resorted to endless scrolling and refreshing until it found ads next to extremist posts. The company says that misrepresented the typical user experience with the intention of harming X and its business. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has also opened a probe saying he was extremely troubled by allegations that Media Matters manipulated data. We're at a really critical moment right now. In an emailed statement, Media Matters President Angelo Carusone called the lawsuit frivolous and said it was meant to bully X's critics into silence. The watchdog group is widely seen as liberal-leaning, and its allegations have added to the financial challenges for X. Major advertisers, including IBM and Comcast, have pulled marketing on the platform following the report. That comes after a previous exodus of advertisers following Musk's purchase last year of the network then known as Twitter. Reuters has previously reported that ad revenue at X has been down at least 55% on the year. 
Thanks for watching In America Today. I'm Veronica Dudo. For more, head to tickernews.co. I'll see you soon. More right after this.